Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Orange and Back Check Podcast with Bill Kornfeld and Scott Weinhardt. It is episode 32 of Orange and Back Check, and we are another day closer. I'm not really sure anymore to hockey. Tonight is the NHL draft at the time of this, or NHL draft lottery, I should say. Uh, so we'll see. We'll get a nice live reaction, hopefully, during the pod. Uh, Scott, how's it going, my brother? Yeah, man. As good as it can be. You know, yeah. Um, you know, things are crazy right now. We have a blow up of coronavirus cases in Florida and Texas, and you know, serves you right for walking around not wearing masks. And unfortunately, because you think it's a giant conspiracy theory, it's 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 all a plant by the Chinese and the whole <laughs> thing, so we can get a vaccine, so we're all microchipped and PizzaGate and all that stuff because that's reality, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. And look where we're at. I'll get off my soapbox now. But everything else is good because we're cool here. We're opening back up. Things are getting back to normal. <laughs> I got a haircut last week. It was oh, yeah. So did I. It's awesome. Is that, yeah. it, it feels like a 10-pound – like you always say when you get a haircut, oh, I just had a fight with the lawnmower or got 10 pounds of hair. No, I've never like, said that exactly. You, oh, I've I never said that. Are uh, you really now, that guy? Now I'm now I'm definitely <laughs> making the dad jokes. <laughs> you got to save that for me. Yeah, exactly. You got a dog, and now all of a sudden you have dad jokes now. Yeah. Oh god, I need to re- reevaluate everything after this quarantine. <laughs> dogs are good, man. Yeah, dogs are good. <laughs> but so, so, I mean, there's good there's good signs for hockey. That's for sure. They're narrowing yeah. down their hub cities. Uh, they kind of I, I saw today that they got rid they. Not eliminated, but they went moved on from the city of Vancouver, which is a possibility. And the more I thought about it, and they they were making exceptions, I just think it would be easier if they stuck somewhere in the United States. As as um, the stereotypical, like everything is better in America, like just stay here. But like I think in this scenario, when you're working with with this kind of situation, I think uh, an American city is the best choice. Vegas. Uh, Minneapolis, somewhere in that in that region, in that area. Like, I think I think staying away from Canada for this particular scenario, I think, is the best route that the NHL should take. It's uh, it's possible that that could happen, but the point is that I mean, listen, the, the right now, according to sources from uh, what's being reported, the ones that are being discussed are Las Vegas, Chicago, Los Angeles, Edmonton, Toronto. And Vancouver, um, 
Pittsburgh and Dallas are out of the equation, especially with things going on in Texas now. Columbus is scratched off as well because they're having problems in Ohio as well because, you know, people don't listen. And it's not Columbus anymore. It's going to be Flavortown. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't see this? There was no. a petition going around for the city of Columbus to be renamed to uh, Flavortown in honor of Guy Fieri. Could you imagine saying the Philadelphia Flyers are going against the Flavortown Blue Jackets? Dude, if if any town is being <laughs> named for Guy Fieri, it just needs to be wiped off the map. Come on. All due respect <laughs> to the guy. Hell of a show driving, diner driving and dives. I mean – Look, nobody wants to go around saying the, the the city's national haircut is some spiky frosted tips from 2000. So, you know, I ha- I I'm not the one- only one living in the line 90s, apparently. I forget what city I was in. I might have not even been in the country. I was I had a my wife and I were at a uh, waiting for our flight out of that said city or country, whatever. And it, we were desperate for food. And there was a Guy Fieri restaurant there. Oh. And we just said, fine. We'll do oh. it. And it was so bland and just like mediocre food that and maybe it was just because we were in that particular city or whatever. But my God, it was very bland food. It was nothing special whatsoever. Yeah. And you, when you go to box place, that that's what happens. The only place I've really been to with someone's name on it, like a big chef like that, that was actually awesome. Yeah. was Bobby's Burger Palace. Unfortunately, they're all closing down. But like, oh yeah, his the burgers there were dude. They were on point. You ever get a crunch burger? Oh my god, it's the, it'll it's life changing. Literally, it's a cheeseburger, and they put like they cook it just perfectly. Where it's like I don't know how you like your burgers. I'm I'm a man who like who likes the burgers like medium or yep. medium rare. Yeah, like so like man, I love a burger. Yeah, man. So like they put potato chips on top and they make it put it on a Ooh. sandwich too. It's the best thing in the entire world. Like, so, you know, I gained so much weight from that place I from like 2015 to 16. It, it's not even funny. But now, like, all of them are closing up, so it sucks. But that was like really out of the only places with those guys' names on it. It was really good. Like, we're you know. we're we're obviously a hockey podcast, but because we're talking about burgers and there's no real hockey going on right now. Uh, when I was growing up, and I still I haven't done this in probably like five or six years, definitely since I've known my wife. Uh, when I, I love burgers and I still eat burgers to this day, but what I used to do because I was told, Hey, it's a hamburger. Here you go. I would take a piece of deli meat ham on the burger and eat it that way. Hamburger. I swear to God, that's how I would eat the burger. I'm not, I'm, it's not a dad joke. I swear to God, that's how I ate the burger. And your sudden stutter really concerns me about how weird that is. I <laughs> don't have words for you right now. I thought you were going to ask something more along the lines of why do they call it a hamburger when it's made out of beef? <laughs> but you actually put ham yes. on a burger. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, okay. If we're we're going to talk crazy food, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What would have been weirder for me to tell you that uh, my – I would put the deli meat ham onto the burger or the – if I put on the uh, honey glazed ham where you eat at Easter or Christmas, that ham where you slice it like a turkey, what would have been weirder for me to tell say? It's both weird. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell kind of question is that? Is it weird for me to put deli sliced ham 
on a burger or like a real ham. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> the only ham you need to put on a burger is bacon. You well, know? yeah, obviously I put bacon on my burger now. Oh, did you put ham in, and did you put bacon no, on, no, ham no, on top no. of the bacon? No, huh? I, I, like that's like that's like making a pork roll sandwich and putting bacon on it. Like it's too much. It's too it's too much. Not just beef, but like the te- that texture would just not. Well, work. it's not beef. It's pork. Well, fair, but bacon <laughs> and pork. <laughs> bacon is pork. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you wouldn't oh, okay. put a bacon and and and. And and pork together. So why would you put ham and bacon together? I don't know. That that's the <laughs> strangest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And my entire life. And you know, it, it's it's. <laughs> yo, I can't with this. I can't believe you do something like that. Okay, but I'll be honest, and I'll tell you a story, and then we'll hop on because the the draft lottery is going on right now, and some things are happening. But there was a guy. When I lived in Manion. Oh my God! Wait, what? Sorry, I'm obviously yeah. I just reacted to what just was revealed with the. Oh, uh, that and, you got. You might as well just come out and say it, and I'll go back to my silly I'm sorry, story after that. Detroit got fourth. Oh my God! They were the worst <laughs> team lately in place in the top three. Get it? I'm telling you, the, the lottery is a friggin' joke. It is a and, joke. It is a joke. You, you you do this to prevent teams from tanking. They were clearly the worst team in the entire league. Oh, the, but they the only worst- had they only had an eighteen and a half percent of chance of getting the top pick. That is, see, this this whole thing is a sham. They need to fix and, this. And, and the Devils got a picks. higher dude. You got to be kidding me. You you've got You've got to be kidding. How does Detroit? Okay, so let's let's go down let's go down the thing real quick. I can't rewind my thing, but basically it's that right now Detroit got fourth. Underneath them is Ottawa, and then um, we we'll got to see who else is there. But so the Kings are still there, and Ottawa has a second draft pick from a, sh- a trade I believe they did with um, San Jose. Yeah, with San Jose for the Kyra Carlson deer. Oh, that really sucks for San Jose. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that because San Jose. They traded their first row for for Eric Carlson, and they had yep. a trash year. One of the worst. I think it was a hiccup year for them, kind of like what the Flyers went through when it was seven oh eight. Yep. But they're a little older. They're gonna have to do some reconstruction. Doug Wilson's got his his work cut out ahead of him. But I mean, look, with all due respect, like I mean, like I, I know I trash the NHL a lot for silly things, but you can't tell me a team as bad as Detroit gets fourth. If the Flyers in their worst season ever in 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 the history of the league. And so, one of the worst seasons ever in the history of the league. I mean, they were out of in 06-07, where they were out of the playoffs in January. Um, it was one of the first times that's ever happened. Um, they got second overall. They defaulted automatically second. There's no reason Detroit should have not flipped the second pick if they didn't get the first. So here's here's the order so far of the eight teams. We're waiting on the top three. Buffalo, eight. Jersey, seven. Anaheim, six. Ottawa, five. For their other, I don't. They didn't specify if that was the San Jose pick or their own pick, but they're at five and four is Detroit. So we're waiting on the top three, which is going to be Ottawa, uh, Los Angeles, and I, I can't think of the third team, but that's whatever. That, the, I, the big story is just the fact that the the Detroit Red Wings, the, the, who had a negative triple digit goal differential, is going to have the fourth pick. That's not right. It's not right. It's not. You, the, you, yeah, you obviously need reward. that team like, needs this help. This is also. This is all. I, I get they need help, but this is also a, a, an advocate of why 
when you like you can't rely on the lottery system. I, I'm then I'm not suggesting that the six or the 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 Red Wings pull the Sixers and purposely tank. They didn't do that. They're just a bad no. team. No, they don't have but enough like, in the cupboard. They haven't for a long time because they were so good for a long time. Yeah. They haven't been able to replenish for. I mean, seriously, that team was good for twenty years. Twenty yeah. years they were they, good. They were like and just never ref- yeah, and like they went from Steve Eiserman and Sergey Fedorov and Nick Lidstrom to. Well, they still had Lindstrom, but then they went to Pavel Datsuk and they went to Henrik Zetterberg. What all do and it's not much of a drop off for them. So no, um, that, that wasn't talent wise, it wasn't. They kept a lot of talent up front, but when those guys got older, they didn't replenish. They, Ken Holland didn't go, do a good enough job of replenishing the cupboard. You know, they had a lot of big names. They had Brett Hull, Brendan Shanahan, and all those guys started to retire. They still hung in there and they still won a Stanley Cup. So the past ten years hasn't been great for them. Cupboard and, and stock in the cabinet, obviously, but. You know, when a team in a major market like that is 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 that bad, you're only going to draw on crowds for so long. And now you're going to have concerns with coronavirus and, and, and things of that nature and people being concerned about going back and people not being able to work and spend that type of money. You need your major markets to come through in order to right leave, keep leave, league revenues up. Okay, so I don't, the I don't, live, I don't live reaction, San Jose, uh, the Ottawa that is now the Ottawa pick is the th- is the third pick in this year's NHL draft. So it's now between uh, Los Angeles. So wait, there's no other team highlighted. Does Los Angeles have the first two picks in this draft? No, no, no. They'll do number one, and then they'll say who number two is. So now Ottawa's got their second pick here. Oh wait, no. Um, pre-draft order. San this Jose, is interesting. Ottawa, so this, this is. is- who won? So, so someone outside the regular line like this won the won. Oh, won what? Wow! Wait a minute. This is awful. This is exactly what we anticipated that shouldn't happen. Oh my God, Scott! What? <laughs> I don't have my volume up. We're doing this live. So, so this, uh, this. This is the first phase. We're now not going to know who the NA, the top pick in this NHL <laughs> NHL draft is because they're in the playoffs. They're one of the 24 teams in the playoffs this year. You've got to be kidding me. It, like I'm not You've st- got to be they kidding me. They all had a 12.5% chance of doing this. Oh wow. What a joke. And at the same time, incredible. Absolutely incredible that no, this is No, that's this a happening. joke. That's a <laughs> joke. You're telling me a team in the 24 round is going to – it's going to be like Montreal. I bet you right. 10 to 1 it's going to be friggin' Montreal. Montreal, Toronto, one of these freaking teams. If Toronto has the first overall pick, I'm done with hockey. They've had enough. They've, they've screwed up their whole situation. They don't need another first-round pick. Edmonton could, it could have it. It would be another – you guys speaking, spe- speaking of Toronto, uh, there is one other city in the city of Canada or in the country of Canada that absolutely won uh, the hearts of the NHL a couple days ago, and that's the Ottawa Public Health Department. <laughs> Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Two days ago, they tweeted this: "We admit sometimes wearing a mask in public isn't the most fashionable or comfortable by choice, but some people wear Leaf jerseys. So yeah, just saying." <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love when I love these it. those kind of things that's happen it. because it human I mean obviously it's the public health department so it's like whatever but mm-hmm. that's always fun to see. To see cities trash other cities in terms of a sports rivalry that's always fun to hear, see and read about. Yeah. 
That is the best. So, oh my god, that, that's fun. Well, that was the first time we did everything live like that. So people yeah. would be like, "What the hell is going on here?" Glad, glad everyone know what's happening. But that. That, that was all true, real live reaction. You got to be kidding me! I, I'm sorry. That's got to be redone. You can't so allow all the teams to have 12 and a half percent chance of doing it, or even 18 and a half for Detroit. Detroit should have gotten the first overall. They should have gotten pick at least a year. quarter of a, a 25% chance. Yeah. Detroit, I'm I mean, talking about. You can't, you, can't, you can't be the handout for all these teams like no. this. You can't do that. So I here's mean, the order. So oh. let's just go down the order real quick if you're, if, if you're just t- tuning in and haven't watched it. Uh, the, and it. The number one team to have the draft this year is to be decided. We have no idea who it is. Uh, number two is Los Angeles. Three is Ottawa. Four is Detroit. Five is Ottawa again, six is Anaheim, seven Detroit, and eight the Buffalo Sabres. Like, what? what is this? Detroit dropped all the way to four. That's, that's insane to me. That's insane to me. And i got to be kidding me. That, I mean, Ottawa's going to have a good chance to kind of build around here. But the oh, thing yeah, is, they, again, they, like, the, like we've the, discussed on multiple occasions, you get – like the the impactful players right out of the gate are in their that that top two top three area, and Ottawa now has a chance of getting two players in the top five or top seven. Like they should be built for number of years to come yeah. because of yeah. this. They will. They'll whatever whatever they do here. They'll build around. They'll build the franchise around those players, and that'll be a good. That'd be good for them. Los Angeles, I don't think L.A. is that terrible. I just think they're a little bit older and had a down year. San Jose, same thing. They didn't get their pick. But, I mean, Anaheim, they're an older bunch. New Jersey at number seven, whatever player they select there, but them and then Buffalo at eight, those guys aren't going to be ready for about three years. So whoever they draft there, you probably won't know until three years from now. So, I mean – they, not like Jersey needs a lot of help anyway. I mean, they they have good talent on that roster. They just gotta they need some pieces. So I'm sorry, a guy likes they have problems in goal, but Mackenzie Blackwood seems like he'd be pretty decent. Well, a guy like PK Subban on your roster with the talent they have, and Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes, they're not far out from being pushing for a playoff spot again, if not next year, then the following year. Um, so I mean, whatever the play, they, that's going to be more or less for for them down the line. Probably a blue liner, I would think. If I need some help with defense, you don't pick a you don't pick a goaltender at number eight. No, yeah, you can't do that. So so here's the let's oh among qualified remaining teams in play for the first pick. Oh, you know who has the first pick, Scott? Let's see, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Pittsburgh. Edmonton, Chicago. Oh, it's, oh wait, Carolina, Islanders, Nashville, Vancouver. There's a scroll. Okay, that's, whatever. That's so, a well, joke, man. Well, that is a joke. Like we're Carolina, the Islanders, Nashville, Vancouver. They have a chance for it. So all these so. teams in the play-in round who wouldn't even really been would have been kind of outside looking in, or they all have a chance for it. Like yep. uh, basically everybody outside the top four who's in the playoff round or the play-in yep. round has exactly. a chance at it. Yep. That's which so actually, stupid. Yeah, it, that so includes, stupid. which includes already playoff teams. Exactly. Like that would have been in the normal playoffs. So like, again, we praise the NHL one week and then the following week we have to slam them. They can never get this a hundred percent right. And they were so close. They were so close to having this right. Uh, this is, this is, this is the most absurd draft I've seen since 06, 07. 
So, like, let's. So, all right. I, I like. I, I like. Let's just move on. Like, Ugh. so the phase two will determine which losing. Qual- oh, so it has to be a losing team. Yeah. So a team that advances won't get it. It's a team that loses out in sense. the playing round, that's which is good. fine. Yeah. But that's at the point. Like these top eight teams here were the worst teams in the league. And there's a reason they're not included in the play, replaying rounds like that. Why? Yeah, Gosh. like, come on, man. Like, I, I, I would have been okay even with Anaheim getting the first or well paper because their roster's older, and the John Gibson's best years are going to be rotten away without a good team. Yep. So, you know, I, I, uh, let's just move on. I don't have time for this. This so, is ridiculous. So as we get inch closer, now that we have the draft lottery done, we're about to start training camp uh, in just a couple weeks here. July 10th is the target date, the announced date, while they're still about to announce. As we started off the pod, they're trying to get to these hub cities, narrow these down. And as we talked about, it's Vegas, it's it, it's it, it's Minneapolis, it's it's Vancouver. It's it, Well, Vancouver, I think, was announced that they were out, but there's still a chance if one of the other two cities in – Edmonton out of Edmonton or Toronto don't work out, but it's like it, as more and more of these players, and not just in the NHL, Austin Matthews is one, but then you also have unnamed players on the Philadelphia Phillies in baseball. You have like this giant outbreak, like, and now you have NFL players. I'm not going back on my word of eating crow and happy that the NHL could come back, but like, what are the odds that you think they just put a halt on this and that's it? Zero. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely zero. They have the wheels in motion. They're selecting hub cities, as we were talking about beforehand. Vegas, Chicago, L.A., Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver have made the cut so far. I know you were talking about an American city beforehand. I yep. think it might come down to this. I bet you 10 to 1 will probably be one of them that's going to be Los Angeles yep. because none of this California teams are there. There are none yeah. of them. They're not going to have their home stadiums. So, so you, if you have L.A., you have essentially two stadiums to use, which is the Honda Center for the Ducks. But it's yep. still Anaheim is still technically part of Los Angeles. And yep. then you have the Staples Center where the Kings play at. You have there. So you can get two stadiums out of that. Vancouver would be a good one if you're keeping it on the West Coast. So you can keep limit the travel a little bit and have one city, one hub city being in Canada and one in the U.S. It might be better because – if there's anything that changes between the two countries about visas and all that stuff, um, you know, it could, it could be it could be like an agreement there, some sort of alleviation or something along those lines. I don't know if Edmonton would be the way to go. It's probably too far north. You have to think factor and travel within close quantities with flying as well. I know they announced that the the Canada they aren't waiving their quarantine rule of two weeks or fourteen days, but the way they were navigating for the NHL was like kind of an exception. They were able to do it in their own capacity compared to a normal citizen that was trying to enter the country of Canada. So they were being uh, lenient or not lenient, but uh, manageable and, and, and forthcoming with that kind of stuff. So that that's a possibility for sure to end it in Canada. But I think just out of ease, I think it's going to end two cities in Canada, in the United States. Hey, you might be right. They'll find out. I mean, Pittsburgh's out. Dallas is out. Columbus is out. Or yeah. Flavortown. Um, Flavortown. Yeah, exactly. Vegas. I don't know if Vegas is going to be one because they're starting to spike up again. Yeah. Uh, Chicago probably wouldn't be a bad hub. Um, I mean, L.A. I think is the best option because of the stadium setup, but they're also having issues as well. 
Uh, Edmonton, probably a little more, I would say. I, if, I, if I'm thinking anything, I think maybe Canada might be a little more secure than the U.S., by the way, because people seem to be buying into it more up there about safety protocols and stuff like that. So maybe it's just straight in Canada. Who knows? And think of it. Yeah. A lot of these guys are Canadian, too. No visa issues. Just have people leaving the well, they U.S. Also have to, than they also need to pick a East Coast and a West Coast city, don't they? I thought that was the part of so. the I – th- Well, I, I would think based on if they're trying – especially with no fans – and timing, you you need to also work in that capacity, like the time zone difference. You have to get a team on. You have to coordinate the television times because of you want to get as many eyeballs on the t- games as possible. So I would think that there is going to be at, at least a central time zone city and a west coast city. I don't. Uh, oh, here I we go. Jo- here we go. Matters. Possible hub city: Chicago, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Edmonton, Toronto. So the. Most East city is, is Toronto. Well, here's the thing too. So this is what, this is what this article says that L at Las Vegas is now considered the U S favorite to host NHL playoff games. Unless two Canadian cities are selected. Canada's federal government said last week that it would allow the league to the league to quarantine internally, making Toronto, Vancouver and Edmonton realistic possibilities, if not the front runners. I, I mean, granted, Las Vegas might be good, and considering that they might have a spike up again, if they have a continue the spike up, it might be while LA's got going on problems. I would think more or less if you're quarantining these guys and putting them, and you have two basic, you have basically two stadiums to use, which might be a bigger thing to do. But hey, the league apparently has a plan where they're going on. Hopefully, yeah. it's not as, as as I doubt it would be, and I'm not going to trash it because they're trying here, and I really give them a lot of credit for trying to make this work. They're uh, they'll come out with a good plan and they'll they'll make it work. Whatever they do, I'm sure they've had a lot of questions asked already. I don't think it's going to be a disaster like we just saw here in the draft tonight. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I back to the original question. Like I, I also agree. I think it's going to be zero percent. I think th- I think this is just going to be something these sports leagues work with now. Like unfortunately, players are going to get contract the COVID nineteen virus and they're just going to push on because they're a business yeah. and they have to make money. Yeah, well, and that too, and like, and the question comes up to like, are there going to be players pushing back? Well, Artemi Panarin so. pushed back. Yeah, Artemi yeah. Panarin pushed back this week because Austin Matthews did test positive for coronavirus, and you know, while he's a younger guy, I mean, there is a concern of guys catching this, and I, and there was also a great article on the Athletic by Pierre LeBron talking about uh, coaches, um, uh, you know, about their decisions. Rick Bonus has said like he's itching to get back, but if there's any kind of concern, or anything, he's out. Claude Julien said the same thing. Elaine Vigneault was saying that he is not worried about it. He's relatively healthy, and if he gets it, he gets it, but he knows that the league is going to put protections in place. So, you know, these guys are aware of what's at stake, but at the same time, I think they're thinking, hey, look, you know, if if we catch it, we'll do everything that we can, but you you really just can't stop a virus from spreading, so to speak. Yep. And, then, and when you're doing something like this, you have to just kind of use every way you can to kind of prevent it. Yeah, and I I would like the NHL because the NBA has done it. Is their game plan is is very extensive. Like mm-hmm. it it includes. It's really when they say that their players are going to be in a bubble in Florida, Orlando, Florida, to resume the NBA season. It really is. So I think the NHL needs to take a playbook, take the page out of their playbook, and build a similar scenario. Obviously, you're working with two hub cities compared to just one with the NBA, but you could do something similar. And then when you get to the Stanley Cup final, you just bring that qualifying team out of the other city and bring them to one other city or vice versa, whichever you decide, and just go from there. I think that would be the best 
thing for the NHL to do to co- to coordinate this whole thing because again, players are going to get the the virus. Like that's just part of this thing. But yeah. if they're in this bubble, your hope is you get them in the bubble initially, test them, hope that they're negative. If they're negative, okay, come right on in, you're good. And then they never leave that bubble and there is no possibility of contracting it because you're only surrounded by other people and players and staff members that have been tested and found negative. And then when the players that are uh, found to be positive, they, they're treated, they're quarantined, and they were given the medical treatment that they needed, and they come right back in two weeks, three weeks, whatever it's going to take for them to come back in healthily, healthy. Yeah, I agree. I, so, I agree with you. I, 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 that's going to have to be – I mean, it's going to be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks who, who are the hub cities and not just that, but you know how the league is presenting to do this type of thing because – I'm telling you, there are going to be a lot of questions with this, and I don't blame people for thinking that way. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And it's it's always interesting because like you look at other leagues that have restarted their 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 sport, like over in Europe, obviously German, the Bundesliga, the English Premier League has started back up again, and they're like they're going from city to city, like they're they're going throughout London, throughout the country of Great Britain for the Premier League. There's just no fans, so it's interesting. How how that and obviously it's a little bit different because you have different country sizes and the capacity of what these cities can hold so it's always uh, it's a city by city and a country by country thing but there there's a game plan out there that can be applied and they they just have to figure out what works best for them and thankfully i think the nhl is making the right move and holding only two hub cities and not trying to do games in the philadelphia region pittsburgh montreal and all that completely agree with you completely agree i think they're you know like I said, a lot. We 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 trash them a lot, but at the same time, when they do do the right things, we do give them credit. So yeah, hey, you, and you actually, you can't blame them. no, you can. And speaking of what, uh, uh, one of the best things that they've done is continue the expansion of the league, and and you are, we're going to see that in a couple weeks, in a couple years, excuse me, uh, with this nameless Seattle team. But we're getting closer and closer to this. Seattle team being the colors being revealed and the name like it's got to be the Seattle Krakens right like that it's just too perfect Seattle Uh, Krakens yeah hey now I'll be honest with you I haven't thought much of it um they can name them whatever the hell they want they can name the Seattle Starbucks and it doesn't matter I mean nobody predicted the Golden Knights until no everyone everyone just anticipated it would be the Las Vegas Aces which it's a decent name it's kind of kind of chalk it's kind of like straight down the middle Kraken is a little bit more original I would think but hey as long as as long as Seattle actually works out because I, 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 I've heard I've never been to Seattle. I've heard great things in terms of how they're passionate about their sports. You see them with the with their now their only team. Well, they have the Mariners, but who cares yeah. about them? <laughs> the, the Seattle Seattle Seahawks are one of the most popular NHL team uh, NFL teams in in the league. And then before they were robbed of an NBA team, the SuperSonics were also right up there. So I think Seattle is going to be a very very fun. NHL city like it's going to be one of those yeah. like similar to Vegas I cannot yeah. I, to, like let's get our get our buddies together our for, for, like you and I and we'll get it we'll go out there and check it out similar to with Seattle I would think totally the only bad thing about Seattle is that it rains every day that's the only probably the bad thing right that's but that's why thing. Amazon is stepping in and they want to make a climate neutral arena the yeah. climate pledge arena climate pledge arena uh, I can't I, I'm sorry I can't get over it 
I, I, I can't get I over mean, it. listen, at the end, like, it sounds great, right? I, mean, because- look, I, I, I get it. I just, I feel like it's, like, you can name Arena whatever you want. I just think, like, you know, like, hey, when you come up with a with stadium, a lot of times it comes up with nicknames. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, like, uh, like the the Simmons Bank Park is called the ballpark. The Link Financial Field is called the Link. You know, and the Flyers, I mean, you know, the, the, call the, it the center. Like, you know what I mean? If you're like, calling it Climate Pledge Arena, the easiest thing you would have done is call up Pledge or whoever owns Pledge, the the dusting company or whatever. There you go. Bring them in. Be like, hey, you want to be part of this Pledge yeah. Arena? And we're also, hey, by the way, we're also a carbon neutral uh, arena because the link, it, it's not a carbon neutral, but it is a green. Uh, it doesn't use the wind turbines anymore. They remove those, but they still are a very forward thinking in terms of uh, reusable energy. But it's still the link. It's not, uh, hey, we're a reusable energy stadium. It's the link, as you were alluding to. So, like, right. it's just funny okay. that, like, that we have to get into this mode uh, or Amazon thinks it has to get into this mode of, by the way, we're going to be very upfront with what this arena is. We j- we even are going to name it after that. And it's like, come on. Like, I, I get it. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. No, I understand. I, I, I think it's a little bit silly. But at the same time, look, um, it is what it is. It's the name of our arena. The, the, the biggest focus there is the – the, the hockey team that's going to be there. It's just, it's going to be interesting because I think that we'll have a lot of things to talk about coming to the expansion jet because then we'll have next year, we'll have a thing to talk about. Okay. Not besides the cap, but the cap is really going to influence who gets protected and who doesn't get protected. And I think you'll yeah. see a, a lot of good players head again, head over to a team like Seattle and who might, I wouldn't say compete versus Stanley cup in the first year, but in the first couple of years, without a doubt. I mean, Why wouldn't they, I mean, look yeah. what Vegas did in their first year. They, they drafted very, very well in their expansion draft. They were able mm-hmm. to also grab deep draft picks in the regular entry draft because of teams that were like, listen, we don't want you taking X player. We'll give you this draft pick if you just take this guy. And that's right. exactly what they did. And it was genius. Yeah. Absolutely genius. Like yeah. you would hope to see that that's something like that with Seattle. And then hopefully you never know Seattle because they're obviously going to be a West Coast team to even these things out. I think that evens it out. Uh, uh, 32. Yeah. Yeah. It evens everything out for the East and West Coast imbalance. And, and uh, hope to see them in the Western or in the Western Conference finals and the Stanley Cup final. Like it, it yeah. would be fun to see them. And like, I don't know. I always enjoy seeing the new kids on the block make a steamroll through the old, the original six. I think there's, oh. a, there's always a little bit of twist of the knife in there. Without a doubt, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I, it's always fun when, you know, like Vegas coming in that first year and to see them score their first goal and watch that first game against Phoenix there was no, or Arizona. There was nothing like that. I remember watching I'm like, man, like that's that's how you that's how you buy in. Like, you know, yep. you can't you can't have an expansion team and then have a team like the Thrashers who for like their first really their first 10 seasons only made it one to the playoffs. You can't, you're not going to build an audience that way. You're not going to make revenue, make money. You're not going to people to come down and watch a team that sucks, regardless if you have Kovalchuk and Heatley on the same team, you know, like Columbus, Columbus stumbled out of the gate too. It took them a little while until really honestly, until Steve Mason came around it's about, about eight years for them to really catch on and become good. They were competitive, but they were never good enough to get over getting that first playoff round, even though they got swept by Detroit, no nine, they still were there. Now Columbus is a good team and they've built that fan base. 
you need the same thing here. Florida was the same way for a while, too. Florida went to the Stanley Cup final in their third season and were constantly in the playoffs for a while there. Yeah. Had a couple dips back and forth, but they were always Great competitive. Point. You know, Tampa. Tampa won a Stanley Cup in 04. People forget their first couple seasons. They were pretty decent. They made the five, made the playoffs in 96. Nobody expected it. Took the Flyers to six games. Nobody expected that. All these expansion teams have, have gone through, but that was the '90s when when the things were when teams didn't want to give up their their big names and they had trash on the teams. You have to have a lot of good names going to this team, and to really pull people into that because you gotta have that excitement like they did for Vegas. Because you know what, Vegas set the expectation that oh, there's an expansion team, we expect to do what Vegas did. Yep. So right away, before they've even named the team, created the jersey. They have already high expectations about what's going to wind up happening. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. Uh, wow, we were all over the place tonight. I mean, the the, the ridiculousness <laughs> of the NHL draft uh, lottery completely took us off. We didn't even get to hear your food story. Do you want to tell it real quick? We were talking about how I, I do. Eat. Yes, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. So we were talking about hamburgers and stuff like that, and Billy here puts Listen, ham I, on a burger. Don't not like you try it. It's a good combination. Ham. On a hamburger just makes sense on the face of it, so I don't want to hear it. Uh, no, no, I, and you're right. I, I, I don't want to hear it. I, don't, I never want to hear that again. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna send. You know, a, I'm gonna when I'm on vacation next week. I'm definitely making a burger for dinner one night and putting ham on it and sending <laughs> it over to you just so you can see it. All right, I'll take a look at it. Probably would right. never eat it, but I will take a look at it. <laughs> anyway, your, what were you gonna say? So I was at a bar one time when I was living in Maniac. There was a guy there who were having a conversation. And he goes, Maniac is a suburb, not a suburb, is a section of Philadelphia, section of Philadelphia for Philadelphia, listeners yeah. that are not in the Philadelphia area. And the name of the people locals call it the Polish Poconos because it's predominantly Polish in the neighborhood back in the day in the hills like that. That's what they used to call it. So. Yeah, you know what's funny? And not to, I, I swear this will be my last point. I'll stop talking. That's funny. Uh, I didn't realize that the Yunk referred to Pashyunk Ave. And the Polish Poconos was Maniunk. I always thought the Yunk was Maniunk. Yep. Pashyunk. Pashyunk. That's so. how they say it down there. Pashyunk. Yeah. yeah. New thing I learned. Okay. Yeah. Continue. It's all, it, it, welcome. It, that's all Philly, man. It's all yeah, exactly. Philly stuff. Philly has its own lingo. It's great. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm having a conversation with this guy one time, and he's telling me that there's a restaurant on 309. That literally, it's like a a cheesesteak hoagie, and I'm like, okay, everybody's had a cheesesteak hoagie. It's cheesesteak yeah. with lettuce on it and onions. He goes, no, he goes, you don't understand. And um, he goes, literally, it was an Italian hoagie with cheesesteak meat on top of it. And I'm uh, like, what? Uh. Well, who would make that? Can I not lie to you and tell you that I tried to look for that place when I worked up in that area? I could never oh, did find you? it. I would do it just to try it. So to go back to your point, I I probably would try your hamburger reluctantly. <laughs> but the point is, is that I've that was so intriguing. It's like, wait a minute, you're telling me that this place makes an Italian hoagie and they put cheesesteak on top of that. It doesn't sound that great, but I would try it anyway and be like, I have like, to see this for myself. Was this guy for real? Or was he full of it? I can't. I don't imagine. know to this day. I never. I tried looking around for a place. He goes, "It's a place on three hundred nine. It's some sort of orange building, but I know it's on three hundred nine. It's not that far up. Like it's near. Um, it's like heading up uh, 
at Bethlehem Pike. It's on. It's it's somewhere like near Flower Town. I used to drive through Flower Town all the time when I worked up in that area. So like yeah. I'm thinking, I can never find this place. I look for deli with Italian cheesesteak and. A, I, I tried to find I can never find it. Can never I find can't. it. So if anybody knows about it, email us at orangeandbackchick at gmail.com because I will drive my ass up there and <laughs> I will get it because I've been trying to find this thing since 2010. I can't imagine the oil of the that goes on the Italian hoagie combining well with the cheesesteak, but that's well, just me. I don't know what they put on it. That's yeah. the thing. You got to think. Maybe it's just the meats with cheesesteak on top of it, and then that's just it. Like, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I would love to absolutely try it. I would. I sounds, there would be. I don't know. I feel. I, I. I might try it with you if if you are able to find it. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll do a tr- road trip. I'll meet you there, and we'll 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 do it together. All right. Um. We'll, I'm in. I'm in. And just for that, I I will try your your. Your ham hamburger, your, your ham, whatever the hell. Yeah. Oh my god! But whatever. I, All yeah, right. I totally do it for you. All right. Well, I'll on give that it a note. Uh, the NHL continues to frustrate us and give us headaches because now we have to wait another probably like I don't know. What do you think? A, a month before we even know who the top overall pick is, uh, team to get this uh, 2020-2021 season started, but. That's just the NHL always leaving us in the wings of uh, or in, in, on the, uh, leave us hanging to figure out what the hell is going on in their league. I feel like it's like a cliffhanger to a bad sitcom or a bad. It, it was. Like, it, did, it, you like you did you watch The Walking Dead? Did you watch The Walking Dead? I I watched up to I think right around the time that um what was that dude who hit the the guy Negan. in the head? Negan. Yeah, I watched yeah. part of Negan, I, and after there we kind of just well, that's perfect. We never because caught up with it. Yeah, that's that's perfect because that's what I was gonna. It was when because they left a cliffhanger on who Negan killed between seasons, and that's the that's the NHL. They smack us in the head with a baseball bat, and we don't know who was who lives and who dies. Yeah. Unless you didn't read the comic book, then you know who it was. Then you well the, the well. And they knew they were going to stray. Everybody was like, "No, they're not going to do that TV show." I was like, yeah, no, hell, they're not. And if you haven't if you haven't read the the graphic novel of The Walking Dead, I highly recommend it. It's so much better than what the TV show became. But yeah. that's, that's for another podcast. Yeah, that's another one. That's that's our so, that's our Walking Dead podcast that yeah. we'll do probably sometime in 2025 when there's another pandemic that we're not ready for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On that note, we, we appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> always give us a follow, orangeandbackcheck at gmail.com. I'm sorry, orangeandbackcheck at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Email is orangeandbackcheck at gmail.com. We always thank you for listening. Uh, I'm on vacation next week. I'm going away. I'm going to take a nice, uh, relaxing uh, week away with the dog and the wife. But if there's breaking news, I oh, have. Oh, yeah. Heard. Yeah. How is little uh, little Molly down there anyway? Molly, well, he is a boy. Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. Is he cisgender? He hasn't told me what he likes to be identified as. Uh, that, okay. And that's my joke for the week. Uh, um, no, another he's, bad one. He's very, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's good. He's good. You're he's over two today, boy. Better, better. This better is why I'm ba- I was trying out. to bail out of the pod, and you just had to ask me about Mowgli. No, he's fine. Uh, okay, he's yeah. going to come down the shore with us. He's going to see the ocean and the beach for the first time. So we're excited to show him that. Um, but yeah, he's a he's housebroken. He hasn't had many accidents. He hasn't had any accidents in a while. So Great. it's been good. Great, went to the man. went to the vet today. Clean bill of health. All good stuff. Wonderful. 
So, love to hear it. Love to so hear it. So I have my mic ready to go. If we have any breaking news, you never know. Cause we're, like I said, we're coming up on, uh, it's already almost July 4th. So happy July 4th, everyone. If we don't talk to you before then, uh, but like, we're already almost at training camp guys. This is, this is exciting. You didn't think we were going to get back here and July 10th is quickly coming. And they, as their NBC sports is showing Connor McDavid, it's going to be fun to see him back out on the ice along with every, every Philadelphia flyer, obviously. So, yep. Season starts back up july 30th in between july 10th and july 30th we're gonna have the scouting reports on the three teams that the flyers are gonna play against yeah hopefully we get the schedule hopefully that's what i'm hoping for hopefully we get the schedule between now and our next pod because the nba just released theirs i can't i can't imagine they're gonna take that long to put the schedule together like in terms of like obviously we know who's playing in the playing round and round robin but like when are these teams going to be playing each other and what who's playing first who are the flyers playing first second and third so what times what, are they doing and i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. excited to see that kind of schedule there so yeah obviously that's going to be dependent on what these hub cities are so yeah agreed, so. agreed. all right scott you have a good one and you uh, too buddy enjoy your every, vacation i will and whatever you're doing at, at home with the two boys and the wife enjoy it we'll do man we'll do Talk to you guys later. Give Detroit the first pick!